Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Chapter 5 Imprint Are you okay, Jake? Charlie said you are having a hard time. Dot, 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 dot. Is it getting any better? His warm hand curled around mine. It's not so bad, he said, but wouldn't meet my eyes. He walked back slowly to the driftwood bench, staring at the rainbow colored pebbles and pulling me along at his side. I'm Julia Argy. And I'm Vanessa Zoltan. And this is Hot and Bothered, Twilight and Quarantine. This chapter really annoyed me, and do you want to know why? Sure. Literally nothing happens. This chapter is just like many chapters in the past where one person just tells a story that we need for context to the other person. Yeah, I just think I would actually like it better if it was legit a monologue. Oh. Like, stop interrupting each other. Make this go by faster. It's so boring. (laughs) Jacob should have done an interpretive dance, and we should have just read about the movements of his body and figured it out. Actually, I think that there should have been diagrams of the choreography. Avant-garde. I love that idea. Thank you. Do you want to recap what happens in the chapter that you didn't like so much? Sure. It's going to take three seconds. It's like they talk. Okay, well... You have 30 seconds, so you better follow them. Three, two, one, go. So Jacob and Bella talk, and we find out some interesting things, like werewolves don't age while they're phasing, and there's such a thing as imprinting. And Sam used to date this woman named Leah, but now he imprinted on Emily. And so now that's happening. And Quill is happy about being a werewolf. And Jacob and Sam are the only ones that are sad about being werewolves. And mind reading is annoying. Okay, do you want to try? I'm so ready to try. On your mark, get set, go. So Jacob and Bella are having a conversation. Jacob doesn't age. No werewolves age. Sam was the first werewolf and no one could figure out he was a werewolf. Because then he shook hands with an old man and the old man was like, oh, my God, you're you're physically hot as well as maybe hot. Um, And then he's a werewolf. And then Jacob and Bella snuggle a bit being like, I'm hot. You're hot. Oh, God. (laughs) I 
podcast. <laughs> Imprinting. <laughs> that was not good. I crashed and burned at the end. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. That was your worst one yet. It was not good. I forgot what happened after they snuggled. She's like, you're not a werewolf and he's not a vampire. You're Jacob and he's Edward. It's basically roll call. <laughs> yeah, Bella does do some roll call at the end of the chapter. Yeah. It's like, who's here? Edward's here. I'll redeem myself in breaking news. Okay, do it do. Bella doesn't believe in love at first sight. And Jacob kind of believes in soulmates, which is an interesting reversal given that I would think that Jacob doesn't really believe in soulmates and that Bella does believe in love at first sight. So I'm really getting the nooks and crannies of their characters nailed down. Yeah, I guess my question for you is, do you think what we think about love says a lot about us? Like, does this make Bella cynical or does it make her like scientific? Is this because of her meteorology background that she like needs a lot of data and love at first sight, like literally only has one data point? Yeah, it seemed like she was really attracted to Edward really quickly and very interested in what he's like. But I guess she didn't love him until their first date when he fed her ravioli. Yeah, I think maybe she didn't love him until like an hour after she met him. Yeah, they definitely exchanged I love yous and met the family within two weeks. So it's like not love at first sight, but it's love really, really quick. Yeah. I believe in love at first sight for dogs. Okay. There we go. (laughs) The truth is out, folks. My other piece of breaking news is that neither of us mentioned in the recap that Leah and Emily are cousins. And Leah still might be pretty brokenhearted about Sam. It's unclear how long that happened, but Leah still agreed to be a bridesmaid in Emily and Sam's wedding. Yeah. My breaking news was just poor Leah. That's a bad situation. It's not like it's her ex-boyfriend. It is her ex-boyfriend who dumped her for this other woman. Who basically was like a sister to her. Yeah. It's like one thing to go to your ex's wedding. It's another thing to go to your ex's wedding when he left you for your sister. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I would do a hard no on that. Do you have any breaking news beyond poor cousin Leah? (laughs) Yeah. My other is that we learn about imprinting as we've been like talking about a little bit in this chapter. And the breaking news is that I do not like this idea at all. Please share. Could you imprint with somebody who's like abusive and like bad to you? Do both people have to imprint? Because only werewolves can imprint. So like they tell a story of another couple that imprinted and like he imprinted on her and she happened to have a crush on him for forever. And so like if you imprint on someone who doesn't imprint back, like isn't that just like stalking? I think it's supposed to be reciprocal. But it only happens to werewolves. So how does a human imprint back? I don't know. I'm not the expert. However, I will say, like, whatever. Imprinting sounds romantic, but do you know what actually sounds romantic to me? What? If Sam imprinted on Emily but chose to stay with Leah. Yes! Like, I agree! That's romance. (laughs) Be like, sucks. I'm in a committed relationship. Bye. Totally. Totally. Or, like, left town and, like, wasn't with either of them. It was just like, do you know what? This is going to be an unhealthy dynamic. I'm always going to be in love with your sister cousin. I just got to (laughs) leave. Sister cousin is the new sister wives. 
Anyway, yeah, I agree that that would be way more romantic. I want my romance to be about sacrifice. If you haven't given something up that you love and cherish, how do I know you love me? (laughs) Wow. Give up your independence or I won't know. (laughs) Did you have any moments of genuine enjoyment? Honestly, three. Oh, my God. I'm so happy for you. I'll hit them rapid fire. I loved the note that Sam is, quote unquote, haunted by the image of Bella in the woods when he found her. Sam is very sensitive. I was really into that. (laughs) I know. He really worries about her. I loved when Jacob said, get a grip, Bella. I never say get a grip to people. I don't think I ever would, but I think it's a really good phrase. Don't you think it is one step away from calm down, which we hate? I'm not saying I would say it or would want to be told it. I just like it as a turn of phrase. Got it. You love alliteration. Exactly. That's like the the seed that my enjoyment sprung from. Okay. The last and certainly not least, perhaps the best, the mention of Virgo season. <laughs> We're in Virgo season. It's about to be Bella's birthday. It's about to be my birthday. Bella says that she's a Virgo, proudly proclaiming it. Jacob then engages in some Virgo slander, but I'm disregarding that part. Love the Virgo season proclamation. I would actually just like to say for our listeners, once you are hearing this episode, it will have been Julia's birthday last week. So on Instagram, when this episode drops, I will drop a very cute picture of Julia so you can wish her a happy birthday. Thank you. What was your moment of genuine enjoyment? I loved everything about this moment. So they're talking about imprinting and Jacob's like, it's love at first sight. It's like magical, whatever. And Bella is like, have you ever imprinted on anyone? And I was like proud of Bella for like asking a direct question, right? She's like, do you think you've imprinted on me? And I really admire that Jacob is honest with her and is like, no. And like, it's not that he doesn't want to be with her. It's not that he doesn't think he should be with her. But I love that he doesn't take advantage of this like, creepy, magical thinking that he could be like, no, we're meant to be together. And it's just honest with her. And it just like revealed his underlying goodness and that he is more of a commitment to being good than he does to trying to win over Bella. Integrity. Wow. I'm not totally convinced that he's more interested in being good than winning over Bella. He seems so committed to winning over Bella. Yeah. But then he could have said to her, yes, we imprinted. We are MFEO. I think in this instance, you're right. I think in the larger arc, I've not been totally swayed. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But this is a moment in which his integrity is at stake and he chooses to maintain it. So proud. Okay, it's time for advice. What is your first piece of advice, Julia? My advice is to Billy, the late Harry... Harry's ghost. (laughs) Harry, you may be at peace now, but come back because we've got shit for you to do. (laughs) And Quill's grandpa, old Quill, old man Quill, whatever they call him. I think those old men are supposed to know that werewolves get triggered when the Cullens return. Yet Sam is in isolation being a werewolf for a long time, thinking he's lost his mind. And no one is on werewolf patrol upon the Collins return. I think they should have instituted some kind of like community event where they like go and hang out with the teens just to like keep an eye out for any loose werewolves. Like it's really sad for Sam that that happened. And I feel like it could have been prevented. 
Yeah, I love the idea of instituting an intergenerational ritual. I think that we should just all do that in case any of us are werewolves. That's an interesting idea. Yeah, we should all just hang out with people who are 25 years older than us and 25 years younger than us, and we should all just be looking out for each other. So not necessarily looking out for werewolves, but just general community care. Yeah, just like intergenerational. How are you? How are you? Oh, I notice your eyes aren't good. You know, the 50-year-olds can take away the car keys of the 75-year-olds, stuff like that. Okay, yeah. I think I think there's definitely a lot of room for community event planning that has yet to occur. Oh my gosh, the 50-year-olds can take away the keys from the 75-year-olds and hand them to the 25-year-olds and be like, congratulations. So the 50-year-olds are tyrannically running the community in which they redistribute property at their discretion. No, just the 50-year-olds are in charge of transportation. The 51-year-olds are in charge of gardening. The 52-year-olds are in charge of bedding. The 53-year-olds are in charge of sports. Like every year gets its thing. The 23-year-olds are in charge of pop music. This really sounds like the plot of a YA dystopian novel. A YA utopian novel. (laughs) I feel like this is the plot of The Giver. The whole society is being controlled and there's like one person who knows it's not right. (laughs) And it's not me. I'm into it. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What's your first piece of advice? My first piece of advice is to Bella. Bella, chill the fuck out about aging. A, aging is awesome. No one who you're friends with can vote. You're going to be the only one who's 18 and can vote. That's great. Voting is amazing. Everybody vote. B, you know that you're not going to age for much longer. So like, why are you stressing about this? You and Carlisle have a plan. You and Edward have like a side hustle. Like, chill out, dude. It's happening. Like, you'll probably get, like, a better deal on car insurance because you're older. Like, there are just so many benefits. So, you like, you need to really chill the fuck out on this. Unfortunately, all the Collins forged documents, but if they didn't, Edward would still be on his learner's permit. And that's embarrassing for him. Totally. To be 112 and still on your learner's permit, that's a bad vibe. Yeah. What's your second piece of advice, Julia? I think... Bella should talk to Emily about what it's like to be dating someone who's not aging because they're in this together on this one. Ugh, yes. And I'm pretty sure based on what I know of Emily, she's not 
losing it about this in the way that Bella is. So I think she would have a lot of wise words about how Bella could chill out, calm down and get a grip. I mean, it's about aging, but it's also about the fact that like Emily's a little older and more mature so she can be passing on this information. And do you remember when it was like werewolf girl, vampire girl? That was so cute. Bella's a good cook and Emily's a good baker. I'm sensing an alliance there. Yeah, I'm sensing a BFF situation on the rise. What's your second piece of advice? My second piece of advice is that Bella and Jacob should start playing chess. Because I think that it's really helpful to have a game or something that you're quote unquote technically paying attention to when you have intense combative conversations. And Jacob and Bella have like zero fun light conversations anymore. And chess is like an intense game, but it's not like super high stakes, like who cares who wins or loses. So I just think that there could be a metaphor in it in their chess game. It would give them something else to pay attention to while they fought. It would make the chapters more interesting for me to read if there was more than one thing happening. And I also think like, what do they call it? They call it like parallel playing when like kids aren't necessarily playing the same game together, but they're playing next to each other. And like that's community and that's beautiful. And so like I think that they need hobbies. They should either play chess together or they should both be sitting there knitting like something. I thought you were going to tell them to parallel play chess, like they each play themselves just next to each other. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) I mean, it would also give Bella good practice for when she plays Edward in chess because Edward can't read her mind. So they have to play actual chess as opposed to the kind of chess that Alice and Edward play. Right. She is the only person who Edward can play real chess with. I can't believe Edward isn't desperate to play chess with her. Yeah. So, Julia, it is now time to play Survivor. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. So, who do you think should be voted off the island? I had a lot of mixed feelings about Sam in this chapter, who was part of my genuine moment of enjoyment. And also, I felt bad for him about the whole being a werewolf alone thing. But I would like to send Sam off the island. I think there's a lot of room for him to better manage the situation with Leah and Emily. Even though, based on how imprinting works, I don't believe it's his fault that he imprinted. I would love if he had handled it differently. Be like, hey, Emily, I actually don't think we should invite my ex-girlfriend to be your bridesmaid. just feel like there was a lot of room for improvement there that he did not do. So I am proposing he get ejected from Twilight Island. Oh, my God. You and I are just like such good teammates. Because I wanted to take Leah off the island, but, like, for her own good. Like, then it wouldn't be her fault that she, like, couldn't come to the wedding. She'd be like, I got kicked off the island. I can't come back. (laughs) I'm busy. I wish I could come to your wedding, but I got voted off the island. Like, sometimes you just need a really good excuse, you know? It's like when you're a kid and you haven't studied for a test and then you get strep throat and you're like, oh, no. So I think as a favor to Leah, we should kick her off the island. Yeah, that's a really good idea. And it seems like she's still really hung up on Sam. It's been a few years since the breakup happened. And I think maybe some distance from the situation could serve her well. Right. If she was on another island, not the survivor island, she'd like meet other boys. I like that idea. 
I'm certainly not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to your idea either. I just love that this this is what we took away is the central tension of this chapter. We are both so worried about Leah. Totally. And I think, so Leah's not allowed back on the island for her own good, which I support. But for Sam to return to the island, I propose that he would have to go to like a very intense therapy situation to navigate the ties between Emily and Leah, but also to help deal with his thoughts that all the werewolves can hear about how bad he feels about all of the the trauma in his life. He could really benefit from some werewolf therapy. We've talked a lot about vampire therapy. It's time for werewolf therapy. Yeah, and I think that the thing that would have to happen for Leah before she would be allowed back on the island or before she would, like, have to go back to the island is she has to meet someone even hotter than Sam and, like, fall Mm -hmm. in love with that person. Yeah. Maybe she needs a new boo. Yeah, I love that. She needs a new boo. And then she can come back. (laughs) And then be like, hey, Sam, do you want to be my groomsman? (laughs) (laughs) And Emily, do you want to (laughs) officiate? I only had, like, one thing in my Twilight Diary, which is that I felt really sad for Quill. I know that we should be happy for him because now he's a werewolf and he's really happy that he's a werewolf. But I'm worried that the only reason he's happy that he's a werewolf is because he was the last werewolf and he was, like, lonely on his own. And I actually feel like that's a way to, like, groom or brainwash someone is to, like, leave them in isolation and then, like, let them into a community And so I'm just, like, really worried and sad about Quill. Yeah. What about you? Did you write anything down in your Twilight Diary? Yeah. I was wondering if you sensed that there was some kind of strange parallel between Sam, Leah, Emily, and Jacob, Bella, Edward. (gasps) That had not occurred to me, but I love it. Yeah. I think that that was happening amidst the pages because – Bella is imagining how bad it feels for Leah to be in this circumstance. And I think Leah is Jacob and Bella is really tied to Edward in the way that Sam is tied to Emily. And Bella feels like she doesn't have control over it, but that doesn't make Leah slash Jacob's feelings any less upsetting or sad. I felt like she was really doing some processing of her own situation through this story. And I think that there's an additional parallel with the Mike, Lauren, Jessica love triangle. Okay. In what way? Mike is Bella, Lauren is Edward, and Jessica is Jacob. And like Mike used to date Jessica, but now is like with Lauren, I think, and just pretending not to be. And there's like a lot of awkward tension. Wow. That really puts the strange movie date between Mike, Jacob, and Bella (laughs) In a a really interesting light. Yeah, I'm always worried about what's going on at the One Tree Hill version of Twilight. (laughs) (laughs) You're over there being like werewolves and vampires. And I'm like, what's happening at Forks High? (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, I think that that's the book I wish I was reading. Yeah, I mean, it seems pretty juicy. Okay, now it's the moment of truth, Julia. What are you putting in Miss Bella's care package? I want to send Bella... Photos of hot old women clothed like a vision board. <laughs> exactly. So she can see that aging is cool. She can put Emily on there. She can put me on there. <laughs> Vanessa, Emily, Meryl Streep. You, according to Bella, you're a hot old woman. True. 25. She wishes she was dead. <laughs> wow. Okay, Vanessa. Tell me what you really think. I'm just saying that that is what Bella would say. 
Bella was like, 30? No. <laughs> I love the idea of Bella having a vision board that is just pictures of you and me. And she looks at it and is like, aging looks great. Yeah. What are you going to put in Bella's care package? I think that I want to put in the care package a joint custody agreement between Edward and Jacob. I'm really big on clarity. And like we said, I want like a calendar for Bella to plan when she's going to get changed into a vampire. And I want a custody agreement as to like when it's okay to see Jacob, when she has to stay wherever with Edward. I just think clarity is kindness and it could really do a lot. So let's write it up, everyone. Who gets Bella when? She needs a hefty planner. That's for sure. What do you think is going to happen next chapter? I think some sort of big misunderstanding is afoot because Bella's sort of gone off the map of Alice's quote unquote ability to see the future and they like freak out and I don't know, hijinks ensue, you know, where is Bella? Uh, She probably went to Florida. Some annoying search party gets sent out. Yeah. Edward's going to be on another continent again. Yeah. Bad tracking. Edward's going to Australia. (laughs) Oh, he'll hunt like kangaroos. This has been Twilight in Quarantine, a Leia love fest from Hot and Bothered. This episode and all episodes are produced and edited by Ariana Nettleman, and this show was conceived of as Vampire Baby by Julia Argy. And I'm Vanessa Zoltan, and I am the bridesmaid in my ex's wedding. We are a production of Not Sorry Productions and are distributed by Acast. Bye. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.